In this episode of the Business of E-Commerce, I talk with Radis Punis about dropshipping versus print-on-demand. This is the Business of E-Commerce, episode 123. Today's episode is sponsored by Drip. Drip is the world's first e-commerce CRM and a tool that I personally use for email marketing and automation. Now, if you're running an e-commerce store, you need to give Drip a try, and here's why. Drip offers one-click integrations for both Shopify and Magento. There's robust segmentation, personalization, and revenue dashboards to give you an overview of how your automation emails are performing. One of my favorite features of Drip is the Visual Workflow Builder. It gives you a super easy way to build out your automation world visually and see the entire process. It lets you get started quickly, but also build very complex automation roles. It's powerful, but also easy to learn, unlike a lot of email tools that offer the same type of automation. To get a demo of Drip today, you can go head over to drip.com slash BOE. That's drip.com slash BOE. Now, onto the show. Welcome to the Business of E-Commerce, the show that helps e-commerce retailers start, launch, and grow the e-commerce business. I'm your host, Charles Plesky, and I'm here today with Radis Prunis. Radis is a head of marketing at Printville, one of the leading print-on-demand suppliers. I asked him on the show today to chat about the difference between dropshipping and print-on-demand. So hey, Radis, how are you doing today? Good. How are you? It's glad to be on the show. Yeah, awesome to have you on. Finally, uh, I've talked to a lot of folks about dropshipping, but I don't think, I think this is the, what, 123rd episode, and I've never actually talked to someone about print-on-demand. So that's, uh, I'm pretty excited. So you're the head of marketing for Printful, right? Yes, I'm head of marketing at Printful. I actually joined the team a little bit more than three years ago. Um, at the start, I managed five people. And now we're almost 50, 50 Oof. people doing marketing for Printful, print-on-demand company. Yeah, you guys have been everywhere, so it's definitely, you're doing something right. I can definitely tell you that. It, uh, I hear about you a lot. So, Thank you, thank you. Yeah, so and so you see a lot of folks kind of starting off, um, and you have dropshipping all the time. That's kind of like, that's kind of everyone knows about that at this point. But I feel like print-on-demand is kind of a lesser-known option. Um and we work with a lot of folks here, either just starting off that kind of use it or even much larger print-on-demand folks. Um, and I don't even think a lot of people know that they're print-on-demand. They, they don't even know that's a thing. So real quick, just first, just in case someone's watching, they don't even know what it is. What is print-on-demand? So probably I have to go like 10 years back in history. So in old school way, for example, you went to university. I think it was obvious thing. I want to sell T-shirts to, to the campus. I'm going to put the university logo on a shirt, on, on, on a sweatshirt. And I had to probably find someone who's I know, sourcing a T-shirt. I have to figure out which sizes, which colors people will buy. And I have to negotiate the price. And by the day, probably I would spend a couple of hundred, even maybe $1,000. I have no idea if they people will buy that stuff, which I would order it somewhere. With print on demand, we get rid of all of that. So basically, you can easily start selling without owning anything. Just pick the T-shirt sizes, and you can offer almost unlimited amount of the products. We have T-shirts, mugs, leggings, funny bags, even backpacks. So, and as soon as someone basically gives you money, uh, they want to buy that, through the print-on-demand, it comes to us. We take the shirt, we put the design on it, we create the product, and we ship to the those who actually bought it from you. So... I would want to even say that's low risk business idea if you want to sell merch online, offline, whatever, with print on demand because there's no minimums, 
nothing in the place. So just test it, see if it works. You will get some kind of money. If not, move on to the next idea. I like that. It's one of those things that I think people, they don't realize how high, how like easy it is to try these things at this point, because you can basically, you can do a, a run of one essentially, right? Like you can just like print one shirt. Yes, no minimums. That's the magic part. And actually, we are pretty excited about the presidential elections which are coming in the U.S. at the end of the 2020, because uh, every day probably we'll see debates between candidates and they will say something to each other. And um, Americans are pretty passionate about politics. And four years ago, we saw that every night there was someone creating some designs around that. With print-on-demand, you can do that because if it works, you can go viral. Uh, some stores went viral four years ago. If not, you tried and it didn't work. And if it worked, there's a partner who will fulfill one shirt, thousand shirt, doesn't matter. And the turnaround will be pretty quickly. They will receive the products fast and you don't have to go to the negotiation without knowing if that's going to work or not. Like, And it will take you probably at the best couple of days. Yeah. I remember back in college, I decided to do some t-shirt printing. Um, me and a buddy, we came up with a design and we found like, it was like a screen printing guy. It was like in our local city down some like weird industrial area. Uh, we went in and it, it smelled, it was like these like chemical smell, I remember. And you had to negotiate <laughs> this guy with like, well, he wants 500, we'll try to 100 and just like hand him all this cash and just kind of hope this t-shirt just like ends up correct. And like half of them were screwed up and they just sat in boxes somewhere. It was, so now all of a sudden it's like, yeah, you can basically see someone did something on the debates, throw it on a shirt, and in like an hour you could be selling this and fulfilling it. That's the amazing part. So super cool idea. Yeah, uh, uh, it's uh, super easy. We even did an experiment. You can launch your own e-commerce store quicker than to get a burger in, a, in and out <laughs> burger place uh, going through the drive-thru. So uh, it's, it's a pretty simple and we are, as a marketing team, we want to spread the world that some spread a word that something like exists, that it's so easy to start to experiment, basically become an e-commerce store owner. Yeah, I like that. So if someone's thinking about getting into e-commerce or if they have an e-commerce business and they want to kind of grow it, let's say there's someone right now that um, work with folks all the time that have like small brick and mortars, they have a little e-commerce arm where they kind of fill some products locally. But they're thinking, should I just do some drop shipping and expand that way? Should I expand to the print-on-demand space? What would you kind of run through as a thought process on pluses and minuses? Uh, so uh, with drop shipping, I would say that if you with drop with drop shipping, basically every, everyone is selling the same thing. Basically, you're just uh, seeing these Instagram ads that someone's bank selling that or that, and there's this bunch of different e-commerce stores by actually selling the same thing. If you add a print-on-demand factor, basically every store could be unique because you can add this additional value to the product, something unique, something uh, maybe you're passionate about, a design on it, and then you can basically after that express by showing off that you believe for something. For example, you're a cat lover or dog lover, but you want to support one or other party uh, Whatever, whatever you want and wish. And with drop shipping, uh, usually you start from the scratch. And we live in a social media world when everyone could become an influencer, that you can basically create your own business by 
having many followers on Instagram now have to, I probably have to say TikTok now as it's growing so quickly. And it could be your additional income stream as well because you can monetize this audience uh, who's following you. The only thing you have to do, you have to put basically your face on the shirt. And probably as they're following you there, for some kind of reason, they want to support you as well because you're you know, helping to do something. And you can just do that. With drop shipping, what you will offer them, some something something from somewhere. And usually when you talk about drop shipping, I think uh, at least I have a feeling, I'm a little biased, of course, I work from printed man. <laughs> slightly I'm biased, we'll, that, we'll say that, slightly biased, but yes. Slightly. Uh, I have a feeling that usually you, um, you when you do drop shipping, the item will come from China. So it's long shipping times, maybe even customs. With print on demand, usually try to source locally. So it's mean much quicker fulfillment. Everything will happen just much quicker and we'll just have a better experience uh, with the service. And uh, third thing probably is it's hard to build a brand with just pure dropshipping. Because you're probably not creating additional value to the market. With a unique design and a product, that combo together, you can build a brand. And we know a lot of brands just by selling uh, cool designs on cool products. Yeah, I feel like it's one of those things where once you move into the print-on-demand space, you're more, your job as a retailer is more marketing and kind of uh, promotion, right? If I'm, if I'm drop shipping, let's just say um, Apple iPads, for example, Apple kind of has already done that, that piece of the work for you. Now you're more of a fulfillment business. A, you're, you're basically trying to get products out there in all different places. But when you start talking about print on demand, now your job is you can, the number of products are basically unlimited, but you, now it's your job to actually go out there and promote the products and make, um, make your audience know that you exist and try to pull them into your world. With drop shipping, uh, with your example, Prev, you're uh, competing with a price. Yes. So you can't create additional value around that. Probably can create some combo, you know, put together uh, earpods with, with the device or something like that. But when you go and print on demand, you start creating your own brand. You you start something from scratch, and that's something. If you create an amazing brand, you create this relationship, your community with the buyers. It depends how big it grow. You could be in a business for a long time. Uh, with the drop shipping, probably the only thing you can compete is the price. And, um, and there's, of course, uh, some good business with just doing that. But uh, with the print demand, you add this additional value to the business and that could survive maybe even longer. Yeah, I feel like when you add that additional value as well, the price of the product um, is, there's a, more room there, there's more margin. It's not a, you know, for a, uh, whatever 2000 whatever ipad pro there's a price like everyone knows that price you can't if you go even two percent above that people know that so the less the less of a label on a product when somebody can't just look up on a comparison shopping site it feels like you can just make up a price so the same t-shirt you could tell you know i can go to the local store and buy a white t-shirt for whatever like eight bucks but like you have folks selling t-shirts for 40 50 because of the branding behind it Behind, behind the value you actually create. And yeah. uh, that's very often gives the uh, place for the margin, basically place for the profit. You have to just offer really, really amazing designs, which people want to wear and add story to it. 
What's mm. the story behind your business? Uh, create an amazing about us page. Create who you are. Uh, the best case scenario, add a social cost. It will be also great that I know I'm, I have created a store which sells ele- designs uh, products with elephants on them. So maybe part of the revenue goes to helping elephants in Africa. So you can create also this additional additional value to that. It's not just a. It's basically part of the brand. Yeah, but w- when you start actually building out the so let's say you build out the site, you have the products. What are you doing out there? What are you seeing folks do that works to actually promote the products? Because you see folks all the time starting off saying, I went out there and I spent whatever on Facebook ads and they got some bounces. What are you seeing that actually is building the brand and getting users to you know, engage with you? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I want to talk about two things. One, uh, the most obvious, and actually our customer says that, that uh, these things work for them, is Instagram. So basically, they leverage their algorithm uh, using the hashtags, creating community there by reaching the audience. They're trying to actually do that for free and finding the customer there that there's a niche they want to cover. So basically, that's the first thing that goes. Of course, I tried to play with ads, but then you have to have really amazing product to actually get people to buy. And the second thing which uh, you will be doing if you want to be in a game for the long time is a search engine optimization. Mm. So basically, you want to be in the place uh, where your product is answered to their hopes or something they are looking for. I know now uh, Valentine's Day is coming, St. Patrick's Day. Create maybe designs around that and uh, create content around that. Create the blog around something which is really close to your business ideas around that. And those are probably two main things. I'm, I'm talking about SEO just because it's the one of the things which helped us a lot as a company, as a print tool. And we are seeing that other companies, our top customers, just e-commerce specials, are investing there to get orders for the long run. Okay, yeah. I'm seeing with the whole content, there's a lot of things you could do on... Like once you have this whole catalog of products, right? You could have... Yeah. Um, so we're recording in the future here, but Valentine's Day is coming up at the time of this recording. Um, this will come out a while from now, but let's say you want to create a page on funny um, Valentine Valentine's Day gifts for cat lovers, and you have all those cat T-shirts, and you go out there and create, you know, ten designs, drop it on there, and that's probably something people are actually searching for right now, um, and you're going to drive some, tra- some free traffic that way. I'm guessing. Uh, yes, and uh, if you are the one who want to leverage just one particular holiday, uh, you, you should start with the marketplaces, Etsy, Amazon. That's the place where people are actually going to find the product which they want to give as a gift. So if you want to test, just get in the print-on-demand game and see if you're getting any, any success, then go pick a marketplace. Especially Etsy, they have much simpler search algorithms than maybe uh, Google, for example, or Amazon. And uh, it could be a really good place for you to kickstart your print-on-demand business to see if it works or not. Are you seeing people do the same kind of content marketing on a marketplace like uh, Amazon? Because let's say um, you know, I'm Charles and I have Charles' cat t-shirts. Nobody's searching for that. But like, what are folks build, how are folks building their product pages on like an Amazon to sell Charles' cat t-shirts, like, for example? Uh, <sighs> Probably I can talk a little bit more about Etsy. On okay. Amazon, um, 
if you want to start selling on Amazon with print-on-demand, it's uh, pretty hard to do that. They have a pretty complicated integration entry fee. Usually people who want to just get started, they go with Etsy. Okay. And Etsy is this crafty, crafty place. So you have to be really cautious. Uh, you have to really take care about reviews. Probably the same with Amazon. If you get the bad review, uh, probably Etsy will punish you. You will not get so many search results. And as well, people, that's probably one number one thing people check for making a purchase. Because they know there's a lot of small uh, companies who sell there. And in print on demand, you have to defend basically that you will have to wait for another a week because we are used to we are living in amazon world so everything but i will order today in the us i will get probably on the next day so on etsy especially as you have to wait for an order for a week you have to demand that it's something just made for you and just being made that is you're willing to wait for that and that's something that you have to cover on your on your website that uh, give this additional value and there's such so much place to play with that you have to just keep your customer satisfied, make sure that he wants to make a purchase with you because you're something unknown at the start because there's thousands, thousands of different merchants selling on Etsy. Yeah. I, I feel, hope it makes sense. No, that makes complete sense. I feel like on Etsy, you have the expectation of it's going to take a little time, right? So I recently had my five-year yeah. wedding anniversary and the five-year um, kind of thing is wood. So I bought this wooden um, thing for my wife, like this custom handmade uh, thing off Etsy. And there's like a guy and you see the guy and you know this guy's going in a shop and making this. So you don't expect like overnight shipping. You know he has to go out and go do something with his hands, build it, put it in a package. So I expected a week or two, just bare minimum, just knowing, oh, he's building this for me. So he's not going to – and it's like 9 o'clock at night. Like I didn't expect getting it tomorrow afternoon. So I feel like the expectation on yeah. SD is totally different than Amazon. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's exactly. And another thing maybe with print on demand and what you can do, you also talk a little bit about screen printing. Yep. Screen printing, you have to immediately, when you're screen printing, you purchase a bulk. So 12, 20, I don't know, 100 T-shirts. And with the print on demand, you can leverage personalization and customization. So I want to give an example from my family. Um, my dad... Uh, gave to my mom a president uh, present uh, for her, like for the birthday, and around that time he started seeing different ads that, um, or even my mom started getting some ads that there's something related to the year of birth she was born, and you can offer a limited amount of different designs. The only customizable thing is maybe the year for that person. And uh, as you're not keeping inventory, everything will be on demand. So you, if you want to include a name, you can do that. You can do that on the customization through the print on demand. And that's huge, especially on Etsy. Oh, I see. Yeah. So it makes it because you can really, it's a, it really is one off, right? So you could put, you know, Jane on your shirt. And I've actually seen before, and it must have, it obviously was a print on demand. Someone was selling shirts. I saw it there, I think, a Instagram ad. And they would just put your face like a thousand times on a shirt. Or I'm guessing it would be your face because that would be even more. But it would be like someone else's face. <laughs> you know, you could put like Nicolas Cage just like a thousand times all over a sweatshirt. And, but it could be anyone um, or like your cat. And that was like their thing. It was – I thought that's a cool idea. And that – and like you said, with screen printing, that couldn't exist 10 years ago. That just was not a thing. It was literally impossible to do. But now it's it's become – 
possible to have you face all of your own shares. <laughs> and you go, you can go pretty extreme. Uh, I know there's, you can order even a star map. So basically you can pick a location a year and it will generate stars, which you could able to see from that day, from that place. And you can customize the name, whatever. For example, I know you did propose to your wife and you could create this amazing gift just for you from that place, from that time. That's how sky looked above us. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. amazing. And this additional value. And as everything is on demand, you can customize as many designs as you want. Thousand million different designs. It's up to you how you can leverage this. And with customization, personalization, again, you add this additional value to the design. You can price it for more money as well. So you can ask more for it and people are willing to pay more because it's made especially for you. Well, the nice part with that is you can't comparison shop that product, right? Like it's that design with that date on it. There's no, you're not going to go into Google price shopping and say, oh, you know, who's selling this cheaper? Because you know, there's just, there's just one person you can get that from ever. And if you want it, that's the price and take it or leave it sort of thing. So then it's literally, like you said, more about baking good design, pulling them in, kind of showing your story, that sort of thing. How yeah, do, that's now, now easier than ever. How do you see folks actually building like a brand behind this? Because you see like the, you know, the one-offs, right? You see someone um, on Instagram, they sell the funny hat. But how do you actually engage and say, okay, now we're, we're more than just like one, a one-off thing, right? We're, we're a brand. You want to keep coming back for more products. What have you, how have you seen that done successfully? Uh, so uh, I have seen a lot of examples. It's actually pretty hard to launch your e-commerce store. I would like to say even... Um, only one out of 10 will actually succeed that they'll have an e-commerce store running owner. And usually I want to see that it's a combo of people. If you're all alone, better find a friend, a partner who can do something which you can't. I have one example. One of the top stores is uh, two guys, uh, one from Netherlands, Europe, another dude from Australia. And they're doing business through print on demand in the U.S. They don't have to be the U.S., so they have this combo. One is a business person, so he understands the business world, and he's really good with margins and, and, and calculating ROI on that part. Another person is the marketing person. So basically, he knows how to get audience to the store uh, who will willing to pay that particular money for that particular design. So that's usually a combo partner. And usually, uh, will succeed that person who knows how the marketing works. So if you get uh, someone who's Making the first purchase, you're doing maybe email marketing a while that you could asking him to return and make another purchase during the upsell. So uh, you're asking him to, hey, follow us on Instagram. You're building this community. Uh, you're asking the person to leave the review on a website. So it's a social proof, social proof to the next buyers. You're creating different campaigns and you're really good at the pricing because if you will, uh, will be bad with the pricing, then when the Black Friday, Cyber Monday will come, you will don't have any place to play around with margins. You probably are not able to give discounts. And you know that around November, December, everyone wants to buy something. So basically spend money and you have to keep that in mind. And by the end of the day, uh, those people succeed who have the community around them, that they will build someone, that they have this additional value to the product, that they, they are staying there, becoming their Instagram followers. I know joining their Facebook group, uh, just being part of their email email list as well. So those will succeed, and I have seen that uh, those are the best ones. 
The second part is, of course, those who have already some following, so some Instagram social media followers. So they may be doing comics, publishing them online, and they know that some part of a design they can put also a T-shirt and give us a joke for, 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 for as a gift to you or to someone else. So those are usually much successful, um, what you have seen from our customer base. Yeah, definitely. I know when I hear I'm talking to newer retailers, I was going to ask the background just to see. And I've kind of found that same thing. If someone has a marketing background, the chances of a success just like sky, like 10x. It's amazing. Because a lot of either dropshipping or print-on-demand, right? You've kind of basically removed the whole logistics fulfillment issue, right? So like that's not even a skill you need to worry about anymore. It's just it's it's done for you. It's outsourced. So now it's more about promotion, marketing, and all of the other stuff that is the difference between succeeding and not, um, basically. And that's kind of where you need to focus on the skills. Yeah, the only thing you need is your laptop. Uh, one of the top Etsy sellers on our platform is actually from Latvia. I'm, I didn't check the data, but I'm confident that he has sold zero units to Latvia. So he's basically uh, living in Europe, leverage the U.S. audience from, from his laptop. He don't have to sleep in his facility or do that part. There's someone else who's helping in that part. And yeah, marketers are better. We have seen a lot of designers. They have designs, but uh, very often they're not really good at marketing. They're they a creative person. And for them, adding someone who knows how the internet world works, it could be a key to the success of running a successful e-commerce store. Successful e-commerce store. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I wouldn't, I would also, my kind of note to that is I wouldn't say if you aren't a marketer, you shouldn't do it, but you should just know that's your weak point and that's, it's not like a optional skill. It's a required skill on the team. So either you need to have that partner or you need to go watch some YouTube videos or take a course or do something because that it's not just about starting the e-commerce store. It's about marketing. And that's kind of, that's the difference. It's a little bit funny because uh, my marketing team is so big because we are teaching others how to do marketing. We are investing a lot of times in blogs and YouTube videos. We have uh, printful lessons, just uh, making sure that somehow we are giving the knowledge for him how to be good at the marketing. So basically giving all, I know, I would like to give them also money to spend on the Facebook ads, but it's not so easy, but we want to give everything else around encouraging them to do marketing stuff, basically pushing them to Instagram, to different channels, how to be successful by running your e-commerce store. Yeah. So your, so that's your, so your whole content strategy is teaching the retailers to be successful, creating their own content strategy. It's very, uh, very meta there almost. So there's, you can divide uh, in different funnels. So one is to, basically letting them know that something like that exists, convincing them to create an account, then uh, helping them to make the right decisions about the products, price, the niche, integration as well they want to sell. And after that goes to the marketing funnel. So basically how to do marketing. So we want to provide content, educational content about every stage of the journey. And after that, when they are have they have their e-commerce store, remind them that there's a holiday season, Black Friday, Cyber Monday, other e-commerce events, they can do marketing around that and upselling them with different products, upselling different services. If we even have design and photo service, they have no idea how to create designs so or they want to create uh, photos around that. Because another thing we provide is the mock-ups. So you don't even have to do photo shoot. Everything is in place for t-shirts, for some models, even have 10 different mock-ups that 
they rule, they look real that it's created amazing photos you can just show in your store and some will have a feeling how the product will look like. You don't just sell design, which was a struggle a while ago. Yeah, that's very cool. Actually, I didn't realize um, because without that, right, how do you you need you need to print one, send it to yourself. So you can't do that kind of fast. But if you can just do those virtual mockups, that's huge. Um, I've seen people try to do their own janky version of that where it's like a cut and paste job and you're like that's that's not the same color that that, that white shirt doesn't match that you know white logo um but if you guys have your own that's pretty impressive it's uh, we have mock-ups uh, for every product at least one for most popular more than 10 so you can pick uh, a guy a girl some little bit of diversity as well so when we even go further away so uh, to create design, you have to have I know Adobe Illustrator or something in the background of that. But you realize that most of uh, designs are just text, so we all offer simplified design tools. That you can add a clip art, you can add a text, so you even don't have to own a Photoshop. Nothing there. So basically, you're trying to keep as simple as possible that there's a frictionless process for you to basically publish an e-commerce store. What do you say? So I've, so I know we're kind of talking about the difference between drop shipping and print on demand. But what do you say to someone out there that maybe they're doing drop shipping now? Maybe they have a brand. Maybe they have a brick and mortar. Like they're already they're already selling something. On, do you see someone successfully augmenting their existing sales with print on demand? Because I feel like there's a lot of things you could do there. Uh, I don't have real examples, probably, I have to say like that, but I probably, for them who are doing dropshipping, I'll ask, what's your mar margin system? So how many units do you have to sell? Well, I'm not thinking, but I'm not thinking, could they, could they do print on demand with the dropshipping to say, let's say it's, you know, Charlie's fishing store, right? And I'm selling fishing supplies. And then I also want to go out and say, you know what, let's sell some, maybe I actually have a little bit of following and I want to sell my logo on a hat or a t-shirt and kind of upsell the shopping cart and say, hey, you know, you go buy $100, you can add on this T-shirt. Is that something you've seen done? Yeah, we have seen that uh, done that some people are selling. Uh, I think we have kettlebell. Uh, correct in English? Kettlebell. So kettlebell, they're selling yeah. kettlebells. So maybe in their own dropshippers, they have their own warehouse. And for them to give it this additional uh, value, basically they also offer merch. They have kettlebell club. So basically they are... Uh, Giving, uh, we are giving them tool to uh, promote their brand because by selling kettlebells, you sell kettlebells, but and you can them use just in your gym. But by selling a T-shirt or something else, you probably would end up walking around or running around the city. So you're promoting their brand as well. So uh, I think more more better choice is that you sell something already now. You own that, so you have in a warehouse, and you can add easily this. Uh, Merch, merch line to your business. So that's probably I have seen more often. There's, of course, there's basically no reason why you shouldn't try drop shipping plus print on demand and drop shipping. So what could be the worst case scenario? Uh, people not buy the merch, so you'll just stop doing it. So you have to experiment constantly, uh, figure out what kind of products you could add to your niche. Because there's probably on the catalog, there's as many products as you can add to the fishermen's. And it could be your unique different differentiator that you add also uh, a sweatshirt, uh, a funny pack, maybe a backpack for fishermen, stuff like that. And that could you be your differentiator from others who are targeting the same niche and you can just uh, increase your business model.
Yeah, it's one of those things. I don't think people are doing that enough. That kind of that hybrid, right? Where they they're already if you already have users, you already have orders. Um, it's almost just there's like there's no cost to just say, hey, want to try to upsell you this additional shirt? And maybe it's your logo, or maybe you don't have a brand, and maybe you have, but you can just get a designer to come up with a couple of different clever ideas, right? So something funny, something just kind of something that kind of resonate with that audience. And you can just try to upsell it. So worst case, like you said, nothing happens. But best case, you're either going to promote your brand or get a nice little upsell on top of a sale that you're already that you already paid for. You already got those ads. You already did all the work. So why not just try to add an extra, an additional 20, 30, 40, whatever it is to that ticket price. And then probably if you're doing dropshipping, you're already a marketer. So you can figure out that part, how to, what kind of products to add. And if you're, if you're not good with designers, Probably that's the easiest uh, task to find a freelancer who will do designs for you and you can try to benefit of this. Because there's, you have to make this additional step. You, have to, you don't have to just add products. You have to create this additional value. And that's maybe the struggling part without knowing that design something your audience will love or like. But it's just a matter of testing and you constantly have to test and experiment. That's what we call you do constantly on Printful, just finding the right channel Right, right uh, page, right email to send to our audience. Yeah, well, it's one of those things. Just adding that is if you get any kind of upsells, it's gonna your average card value is just gonna increase. The average check of value is just gonna increase, right? So it's like all you can do is make that go up, and that's only a good thing. There's almost no scenario where that can actually hurt the checkout process. So it's one of those things where it's definitely worth just trying, like you said, just testing. Um, there's very incremental cost to this now. Yes, exactly. It's a, it's a low risk, uh, low risk test actually. Have you seen any other ideas like that, that kind of people wouldn't immediately think of that you've kind of seen and said, Oh wow, that, that retailer really figured something out and that works really well. Uh, so, uh, we are, we have an app on uh, Shopify on uh, several integrations. So they have an amazing app store. So the Shopify, and you can easily, if you want to source a product, um, there's Printful. There's uh, several print-on-demand companies offering their products. And we can see that uh, by unsicked items which are appearing on a dashboard, because when we received an order, we see if there's a print-on-demand item and other items. So we can see there's a lot of people who are, uh, who are using both sides, so print-on-demand and something else besides. Either it's dropshipping and selling their own items. It was uh, so common that finally we added feature that you can ignore those products you have already on your Shopify store. So uh, there's many, many people using this, and I uh, and and here the Printful we we want to reach a drop shipping audience. I know we have visited conference, and sometimes the thing we are competing with that it's sometimes for them it's too complicated, and 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 then sometimes they do also some tricky stuff on a Facebook that they get blocked with drop shipping. You just create your next store and try again. Trend in demand when you're building a brand is a little bit more complicated and you want to probably see immediate success with that. It's a print on demand, just a little bit more investment, but uh, I believe that if you will be good at it, you leverage the print on demand uh, field a good way, it could be an investment for a longer longer period of time. Awesome. These are great, great tips right there. Um, probably a good place to leave it too. If people want to find more about you, kind of see follow you or Printful directly, where can they do that? So uh, 
website, printful.com. And of course, we have a presence on social media, Instagram, YouTube. We have an amazing channel there. Uh, just uh, shoot us an email to the support team, support at printful.com, and they will uh, basically help with everything. Ask about any question. They'll suggest the right product, the right integration, which will fit your need. Awesome. I'll link to that in the show notes. Thanks a lot for coming on today. Thanks. It was amazing. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you.